Vox Quick Hits. Nothing about the COVID-19 pandemic in America has been equitable, including vaccinations. Efforts are underway in many parts of the country to ensure that Black and brown communities aren't left behind when it comes to vaccines. Those efforts are often falling short. White people are being vaccinated at higher rates than people of color, and in many places, nobody's even tracking race data on vaccines to see what's happening. Given that Black and Latinx communities have been so disproportionately affected by the pandemic, inequitable vaccine distribution stands to render the situation even more devastating. Vox Race reporter Fabiola Sinius is here to discuss how vaccinations are breaking down by race thus far and what an equitable plan would actually need to look like. We know that COVID-19 has disproportionately harmed some communities. And in an ideal world, you would think that they should be prioritized for the vaccine. But that's not what's happening, right? Yeah, you're right. We know that COVID has killed Black, Latino, and Native Americans at two to three times the rate at which it kills white people, according to data that we have from the CDC. But these vulnerable populations aren't exactly being prioritized with the vaccine rollout everywhere. I want to say that one way that we know that vulnerable groups aren't being prioritized when it comes to the vaccine is the fact that there are still so many states that aren't even releasing data about vaccinations, according to race. So right now we only have 34 states that are releasing information. And even within those 34 states, there are a number of them that just release incomplete information. So that means they'll have like a large portion of people who have received doses for which they don't know what race or ethnicity those people are. And so I think the very fact that there isn't even data to help us recognize these gaps proves that there's already inequity baked into the process. Um, What do we know so far about how the vaccine rollout is going in terms of who's getting what? So in terms of what we know so far, the CDC has released some information. And so as recently as February 18th, we do have national data about who is getting vaccinated. And so just over 55 percent of people who got at least one dose, they know their race or ethnicity. And so of those people, 63 percent of them are white people. 9% of them were Hispanic, 6% of them were Black, 5% of them were Asian, and 2% were American Indian or Alaska Native. And so according to the CDC, we know that Black and Hispanic people and Native American people are dying at three times the rate. And so the fact that those numbers don't match the people who need the help the most is really, really startling. And I do want to draw your attention to one more report. The Kaiser Family Foundation, they have just way more detailed data than the CDC. They're actually reporting information by state. And so the main finding is that there's just a consistent pattern that Black and Hispanic people are receiving smaller shares of the vaccine compared to their share of cases, their share of deaths, and compared to their share of the population for a number of states. And do we know... Why? Like, what's going on here? Because it seems obvious that the populations that are most affected should get the vaccine. Why are they not? My one main answer for that is structural racism. In our healthcare system, structural racism has kept black and brown communities from receiving the kind of care that they need. And structural racism has actively harmed a lot of these communities. So whether that's 
uh, thinking that black and brown people don't experience pain in the same way or turning them away from a doctor's visit. These kinds of experiences that black and brown people have had over decades and centuries just has kind of been become embedded in the system. And so when it comes to a vaccine rollout plan, these same kinds of attitudes, just basically not seeing black and brown people as people who need to be cared for and prioritized, are then just replicated in rollout plans. And so uh, we're seeing that rollout plans are prioritizing people in phase like 1A and 1B, and those include frontline workers, for example, or people who are over the age of 75, but we're finding that a lot of the frontline workers were healthcare workers and black and brown people are not uh, represented high in those groups. And then we're also seeing that in places like Alabama, CNN did a great analysis where they found that in a majority of counties in Alabama, the black life expectancy was less than 75 years. So that meant that if your plan was to first vaccinate people over 75, that means you're going to get like all white people because black people aren't even living to that age. And that's just a really, really striking reality. And then other reasons include the tech gap, the digital divide. If you're telling people to sign up for vaccines on the computer, a lot of people don't even have access to the internet. And there's just an information gap when it comes to figuring out how to even sign up for a vaccine. Yeah. I mean, I know even here in New York, if you look at the map of where COVID has hit hardest versus who got the vaccine, it's really wild to see like there wasn't a ton of COVID on the Upper East Side and suddenly they all found vaccines. Are there places that are getting it right, um, that are doing the right thing here and figuring out how to do vaccines equitably? Yeah. I, I In the piece that I wrote, I really shout out Chicago because it's a place that when they first rolled out the vaccine, they did a plan that was similar to everywhere else. They were like, 1A, we're going to take care of our healthcare workers, um, and then we're going to move to people who are age 65 and up. But after just about a month of doing that plan, they realized, oh, snap, two thirds of our doses have gone to white people. And also a large number of their doses had gone to people who weren't even living in Chicago. So they were like, we need a course correct. We need to figure out what is going on here. And so Mayor Lori Lightfoot, along with a number of other constituents and stakeholders in the city, got together and created a Protect Chicago Plus plan. And so that's a plan that specifically focuses on the vaccine and the need to target the highest need neighborhoods. And so they found 15 neighborhoods that were high need, according to a COVID vulnerability index that they developed. So figuring out how many deaths a neighborhood has, how many cases a neighborhood has, how many people are uninsured, what's the poverty rate in this community to determine who needs this vaccine the most. And so they actually started it in the Belmont Cragen neighborhood and were able to vaccinate about 2,000 Latino people in that neighborhood because it was a plan that was intentional. And they said, you don't have to be a part of phase 1A or 1B. They just said, forget all these restrictions. If you live in the specific neighborhood, set up this appointment, come and you'll be vaccinated. And so they also had to do so much work to turn away people who were trying to come and get uh, vaccines. And so basically with their wait list, they said, we're not just going to take anyone off the street who comes in and tries to get a vaccine. And we're going to make sure that any leftover doses that we have will go to people in this neighborhood. And it's it's been working. Some people are saying it's too soon to tell whether the strategy is actually changing uh, the trends, but people are confident that it is. 
Yeah, which kind of gets me to my last question. What are the policy fixes here? Is the Chicago model something that should be replicated or what really needs to happen at a policy level? Yeah, I think the Chicago model absolutely is something that can be replicated. But again, it's just it's so small right now. So they're saying about 2000 doses a week um, are going to go to these 15 neighborhoods that they identified. But this is something that should be spreading all over the country. And so I think from a higher policy level, uh, we have Congresswomen Ayanna Presley, we have Elizabeth Warren and, and Barbara Lee, who are saying we need to establish an anti-racism council within the CDC itself so that this issue with data collection, that shouldn't have happened to begin with because when COVID first hit, it was a problem a year ago. And so the fact that we're still experiencing this with the vaccines is problematic. And so this anti-racism office within the CDC would make sure that we're collecting information correctly and make sure that equity is the entire strategy from the beginning. Right. It's hard to solve the problem when you're not even really tracking to what extent it exists. Exactly. Well, thanks so much for coming on and and talking about this. Thank you for having me. Fabiola Sinius is a race reporter at Vox, and you can find her on Twitter at Fabiola Sinius. For more stories from Vox, you can check out the Vox Quick Hits feed wherever you get your podcasts. 